another episode of two average husbands i'm your host jake and i'm your host kyle welcome back everybody jake what are you drinking this week oh i uh i have this lovely stout that i've been wanting to try for quite some time and finally was able to get my hands on it's called baked and layered by pipeworks brewing um and it is an imperial stout with chocolate malt lactose cacao nibs toasted coconut and vanilla and i've been told by multiple people that it tastes exactly like portillo's chocolate cake so i'm really? going to put that to the test you said it's baked and layered yes okay perfect i got it in the list how about yourself kyle what are you drinking this week i'm drinking water again sorry to disappoint uh i am however repping my belching beaver brewery shirt that i purchased while i was at the belching beaver brewery in san diego last weekend which is also the reason why i'm not drinking because of a combination of drinking a little too much over the weekend and something fucking up my stomach royally while i was there and now that i'm finally recovered from that mess i don't want to go right back into that mess again so i'll drink next week when we are together ah we're going the next to have podcast a live episode from probably kyle's living room i don't know exactly <laughs> my kitchen probably or maybe outside who, who knows who cares we'll figure it out but it'll also be my birthday episode yes it will for, me, for my 26th birthday so that'll be one that you guys will definitely want to join um it's gonna get very lit so should be a good time but you know enough enough chit chat kyle what's our first topic for this week uh, so the first topic we're going to talk about this week is based on something Jake sent me off of Instagram, and I'm going to have to pull it up again, too, while we're sitting here talking. Uh, so it's essentially just a pick from a category type of thing, and we'll we'll list out what's in the categories, and then we'll talk about our picks and give some rationale for it. But there was four categories, if I'm remembering right. Yeah, there's multiplayer. So it's, it's all video games. So it's multiplayer, sports, battle royale, and single player. Yeah, and so we're going to go through these lists. Uh, I'll just start, I'll list what's in one list at a time. So we'll start with multiplayer on the left. Uh, and then they have five options per category. So in multiplayer, they have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Halo 3, Gears of War 3, and Battlefield 3. Oh, man. Jake, I'll let you go first. Yeah, this is a very, uh, this is probably the hardest category of these for me um, because I really love three of these games gears of war i like it but i never played it a ton i've i've it's just not i don't like the third person aspect of it it was always kind of weird it's a little me. weird yeah um but it, it's it's still fun you know it's not a bad game battlefield i liked but again i just never i just haven't ever really played a ton of it for whatever reason so it's between halo black ops 2 and modern warfare 2 and i'm trying to think of it as like a which game is the most nostalgic to me and for me it's easily modern warfare 2 I think I've probably I probably spent more time playing that that Call of Duty than I've played any other like one video game in my entire life. Like all of my friends, like we would go to school and we would get home and all of us would get on. We'd be playing games until like nine o'clock. Um, like we would, you know, that was our bedtime, so that was when we had to get off. But like we would get home and we would just play this. Halo Three wasn't as good as Halo Two in my opinion, so that bumps that one down for me. And Black Ops 2 was great, but I only really liked playing League Play, the competitive mode in the game. And I just didn't play it a ton or with as many people. So I think for me, it's just not as great. Yeah, I agree completely on the Halo front. I think if they put Halo 2 in here instead of Halo 3, that makes it 
I think it's a whole different conversation if it's Halo 2. Very different, yeah. I think I put a lot of hours into Halo 3. Well, I know I put a lot of hours into Halo 3, but I definitely didn't like it nearly as much as Halo 2. So for me, it's like... I don't know, it's just not really in the running for some of the rest of these. Gears of War 3, I completely agree with you. I think it was okay. It's probably the only one that I actually really played. Uh, I played Gears of War 1 and 2 a little bit, and then I played mm-hmm. quite a bit of 3, but it wasn't like a profound, memorable game to me. Like I can't even really remember the storyline of Gears of War. It just didn't really stick with me like some of these other games. Yeah, I think I played Gears 5 more than anything, and that was just because... I never played. I it. had I had like one friend who loved it, so we just we would play it when he was on. Uh, but with that being said, Black Ops Two I didn't think was that impressive to me, and Battlefield Three I didn't play as much. So I completely agree with you. I think of the choices here, uh, Modern Warfare Two takes the cake and is going to be the winner there. Plus, I think Modern Warfare Two just has like those moments. Like everybody remembers the storyline. Everybody that played it for the most part remembers the storyline of that game. But even just from like a, a public match perspective, like nothing beat getting a nuke in Modern Warfare 2. Like yep. no, every game has had it since, like every COD's had a version of it, but like nothing has beat that in terms of like, I got a fucking nuke in, in Modern Warfare 2. Like I remember the last time that I played this game was at Dane's house. He, we, one of our friends was just randomly like, let's play Modern Warfare 2. And this was like four or five years after like that stopped being the cause was this while we were friends i feel like i remember you doing this we, we i talked about it i've talked about it before but it was i think a little bit before i knew you because it was when dane still lived at home okay was, um but yeah he we loaded up modern warfare 2 i got on we played one game i got a nuke and i was like that's it i'm never playing this game again because i can't i like i just ended it on a high note and like i don't think you just get that with the other games. yeah i definitely remember that happening I don't think it was when we were friends. I remember you telling me about this. I've definitely the told the least. story before. But I obviously wasn't there for this, but I do remember you telling me about it. So. Yeah. All right, so the next topic is sports. Um, so th- these are MLB The Show, Madden 21, NBA 2K, NHL 21, and NCAA Football 2016, which or 2014? 2014, which 14, was, I believe, yeah. the last year of it. I'm just going to change this up a little bit. Instead of doing these individual games, let's for this one, just do like the game series in general. Cause I haven't even played, I haven't played the most recent 2k. I haven't played the most recent NHL. I don't have the most recent show. Cause 21 just came out, but even in this one for me, it, like regardless, it's going to be Madden. It's the game that I'm the best at. I've always been really good at Madden. I've, you know, top 100 and weekend league when I decide to get on and play ultimate team. Um, but, you know, I haven't really played it a ton since, like, Madden 19, like, early Madden 20. Um, but the Madden games have always been the most fun for me. I think in this category for me, it's the easiest because I've only played two of these games, I think. If I've played other ones, I don't recall it. Uh, and I don't care for sports games at all. So I have to say the Madden, Madden series is the only one that I've ever played maybe more than an hour of. Yeah. And I was probably absolute dog shit at it, and I had no business playing it. I do remember trying to do, like... Honestly, I can't even remember what game it was, but I feel like I tried to do Dynasties teams or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever you call them, on Madden and in the, like, some the MLB game. Yeah, franchise. Yeah. And I don't remember, but I feel like that's like the most time that I probably spent on any sports game, and I just I don't play sports games. So easy yeah. category for me. Uh, Madden's fine. I am not competitive in that game at all because I'm terrible. So Yeah, that's a nice and quick one to go over. The yep. next one is probably going to be like the hardest one. I still know my clear-cut winner out of this category. I, I know you do, but, but if I'm like, it's not that I don't like some of these other ones, but I know what wins for me right now. Yeah. 
So the next category is Battle Royales, and our options are Fortnite, Warzone, Player Unknown's Battleground, uh, Apex Legends, and Fall Guys, which I know it might be Kyle's least favorite game of all time. <laughs> That's probably not true. Uh, I played what once, and I think that was on a drinking game night too. So I was already just like in a state where I was intolerant of certain things. And Fall Guys, you'd think like in a drunken state, Fall Guys would be more fun and like funny to me, but it just wasn't. It was just one of those games where I was like, I also God, told I hate you guys, this. I told you guys to play the game so you got used to it beforehand, and then they did. didn't. They didn't touch it. Um, yep. So then Rather like we got we got on, and then. I was the only one who knew, only one who I knew what they were doing. So these, like Dane and Kyle, both got eliminated within like the first two people off the map. Sure did. So that's a definite loser for uh, for them. That's also like honestly, even though I loved Fall Guys, like it was just a super fun like kill time game. That's still probably last place for me on this list, just because I do yeah. like all of these other games better. Yep, agreed. If and so if I'm thinking of the game that I probably. The game of these that I had the most fun on, it's between PUBG and Fortnite. I think Fortnite, because of the friendships that I made because of that game, I think that probably pushes it over the edge for me. But I don't think I've laughed harder than my friend than you know some of my other friends and I playing PUBG. Like we would just do the most outrageous shit in that game. Like the number of time, like the number of inside jokes that were created because of PUBG, and between like you know Connor, so between Connor, Logan, uh, Jack, um, another guy named Jack, another guy named Paul, we used to all play like we you know we'd rotate in and out of like groups playing together, and the number of inside jokes that came out of that game, like we still clown my brother to this day of him shouting go 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 every time we got into a car and we were getting shot at. It's, 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 you know, a legendary game from that aspect, but I think Fortnite probably just because like, again, so many memories, like I made so many friends through that game. Like I, I became closer to the Mishes through that game, you know, to, to Jess and Ethan, to you, uh, you know, like I just, there's such a nostalgia to that game that I don't have with any of the other games here, even though we obviously play Warzone the most. Uh, especially recently like i don't i've played fortnite in the past year um but i don't think anybody else from our friend group has um yeah i hopped in with you for like three games and i think honestly my graphic settings were just really fucked when i played it because to me that was like a miserable experience and i couldn't figure out what the, the hell was going on the first time i played it after not playing it for a while it was really laggy and i don't know why yeah, there it's was some issue going on where my experience with the game, just in general, the interface was trash. So it just made me like not want to ever open that game again. Yeah. But for me, I don't disagree with your rationale behind your battle royal royale pickup. Uh, but I do disagree with the number one because I think like this is the general like ask of this list is for you to like pick one like right now. Yeah, if I was going to pick a right now, it would be Warzone. Yeah, and I I think that goes into a couple different reasons. Like, right, like obviously, I'm going to say Warzone because I've put an absurd amount of hours into that game, and I really love the game. Despite all the bitching that I do about all sorts of different aspects of Warzone, like, obviously, like I, I complain about every game, but Warzone's fine and for the most part, and I have a ton of fun playing with it. So I'm not going to pick something else that I think is a lower-quality game just because I had a ton of fun when I was playing it. Like, yeah. I think... Fortnite is a lower quality game and it became kind of a monstrosity towards the end. 
And so for me, it's like they didn't keep the quality of the game long, and it wasn't ever as good as Warzone is now, in my opinion. And so I think Warzone's a, like a clear winner for me. And PUBG is just like, and this like goes into the same rationale of why I don't like Tarkov. Like you release a game in a beta that's not prepared specifically for like I can't say this about Tarkov, but for PUBG, it was not ready to be released on console. And at the time, I only had console when yeah. this was like that's the first place I ever played it. And it was a fucking disaster. Like it was such a terrible interface. You couldn't load maps. Like you couldn't jump into games. Like it was, it was horrible. And I tried to play it a little bit just for the sake of like playing with some people that really enjoy the game on PC. And it was just a terrible experience. And I would never go back to PUBG uh, because of that. I did eventually download it on PC and try to play it again. And I, I still felt like I was playing a beta. Like I feel like it was never. I think that's just the nature of the engine, though. Like the yeah, engine I, just didn't, the I don't feel like it was ever fully developed, and it's just, like, it wasn't also, for me. It also has kind of been abandoned. I don't I don't want to say it's been abandoned at this point, but it definitely doesn't have the support of, like, a Warzone or the support that Fortnite did or even sure. Apex. Like, sure. a ton of – like, Apex is making its way back right now. I, I guess, yeah. in the, like, the most recent update, like, I've seen a ton of streamers, like, going back to Apex, and all of them are yeah, having a, a really good time. So yeah, that's what it maybe, looks like. we'll, maybe we'll have to give it another try sometime here. Yeah, and I've tried to give Apex a couple more tries. My biggest problem is like, I'm I've never been like great at keyboard and mouse, and I've gotten good to the point of like Warzone where I'm decent on a keyboard and mouse. But like, there's a lot more complex controls in Apex than there is just like your standard shooter. So I've always been really like fumbly with my fingers when I try to play Apex, and that's mm. made me not want to go back to that game. That's honestly like, I don't even hate the game. I just hate the fact that I can't play it well on PC, and that's why I don't play it. We'll get you there. We'll teach you how to how to do it after two years of being on mouse and keyboard. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just stick to the games that I'm good at. We'll get but, we'll, we'll yeah. get you good at Apex. It's fine. Fortnite uh, is good. Love my experience there. Warzone the clear winner. Apex close behind that, and the other two, I'm just like, Meh, I don't care. Yeah, if I were to go in order for those, it's probably like if, of what I would play right now. It's definitely like Warzone, Apex, Fortnite, Fall Guys, PUBG. Like PUBG is probably the game that I would least play right now just because sure. if i want the same kind of experience quote unquote that i get in PUBG, i'm, I'm gonna play tarkov yeah like more of a mil sim style game sure. but uh, this last category is probably it's my version of the sports category for you like oh, i just I, terrible i, I, I don't play category. i don't play single player games i have in the past it's just i get very bored of them very quickly um so i i don't think i've played all the way through one of the options but for the most part like i haven't but the, uh, the last one is single-player games, and it's Grand Theft Auto V specifically, Skyrim, Red Dead Redemption 2, The Witcher 3, and Minecraft. And for me, uh, it's Skyrim because that's the only one of them that I've played all the way through or even oh, really so played. Sad. I played a little Grand Theft Auto V like, right when it first came out. Um, I've never played a Red Dead Redemption. I've, I maybe spent like 20 hours on The Witcher and I have never once in my life touched a, a, a Minecraft server ever. I've the interesting thing about this game. category, right, is like I feel like the longer I've played video games, the more I've deviated from the single player experience because of the fact that I think that people have made such an, immer such an immersive experience for you in a multiplayer format that it's really hard for you to like want to take time away from playing with your friends and playing in a multiplayer format and go to a single player game. Mm hmm. Like if I'm gonna just play a game by myself, it's gonna be because like my wife's out of town and I'm and my friends aren't online. Yeah. Like I don't go to a single player game when my buddies are playing. Like I'm not gonna choose right. a story typically over the experience of like hanging out with my friends and playing games online. 
So the the longer I've gotten into the battle royale concept and the multiplayer concept, the more and more I've gotten away from story games. But with that being said, I still absolutely love story games, especially the ones that can really get you hooked, like several of these in this category. Um, I will say that I have no memory of playing Grand Theft Auto V specifically. I have seen people play it. I have played plenty of Grand Theft Auto. I just I know Grand Theft Auto V has been out for like a fucking decade now. Yeah. And I know that I have played, like the last one I remember like vividly is like San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think that's I probably the only one I've ever actually played all the way through. Is San yeah, Andreas. so I don't, I don't really, I can't really like consider Grand Theft Auto Five into my category here. Skyrim, I actually had the hardest time getting into those games. My brother has tried, and then um, it's not called Skyrim, but what's the one that they did online? Um, fuck, Elder, I can't remember what it was called. Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online. I tried to play that with my brother when that came out and I couldn't really get into it. Um, but then the next two in the category are by far like the number ones very closely tied together in this category. Uh, and then Minecraft I've dabbled I've never even a couple dabbled. times because I had a friend that was really into it in college. And so I played a couple times um, and it was fine. Yeah. My, Whatever, my but... favorite story game of all time isn't on this list. So my favorite on this list, which might be actually my favorite of all time is the Witcher. The Witcher. Uh, so, I didn't play the original Witcher, and I can't remember all which consoles it was available on, but I never played the original. But The Witcher 2, I absolutely loved it. So when The Witcher 3 came out, I was fucking stoked. And I ended up, I think at the time that it came out, I didn't even have a console. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I like, borrowed my buddy's console and his game so I could play that through and like kept it for like three days and just blasted through that entire game. Then I ended up buying it again later myself and playing through it again because I just I love the Witcher series. Yeah. Um, I tried to or I did buy it for PC because it went on like a sale for like three dollars. So yeah, I own it on like, my PC, but I never played through it. So yeah. at some point in time, I'll probably do that just for the better experience graphically that will be on my PC. But I just again, that's gonna be one of those things when like my friends aren't online and I have nothing to do. My wife's out of town and I'm like, right. fuck it, I have nothing to do. Yeah, I should have honestly, it. frankly, done that the last time. My wife was out of town because I was sitting by myself playing Civ Six for like fucking ten hours at a time because I didn't have shit to do. Yeah, because Carly had to pick the weekend to go out of town that I had yeah. to do my final. All project. my friends were busy and I had fucking nothing to do. I'm I'm gonna tell you like my favorite story game, which isn't on this list, which it kind of disappoints me that it's not on the list, but I get it. Um, it's The Last of Us. I think like the story of the first Last of Us game is probably like the best story based video game of all time. I didn't convert to PlayStation until shortly before we all started playing together. Like I was an Xbox person forever. And obviously the last of us is a PS4 or PS4, PS4 exclusive. Mm -hmm. Or was it on three? It was PS4. It was a PS4 exclusive. Um, And so anyway, like I didn't have access. I didn't have the accessibility to play that game at the time when it came out. And I did see my dad play part of that story God, how long ago did that game come out? When was Last of Us released? It came out in, uh, it came out for PS4 in 2014. Okay, fuck yeah, I don't remember. I remember PS- seeing it was on PS3 in 2013. Okay, yeah, I do remember seeing some of that experience, and the game looked fun to me. Like it looked like it did have a definitely a good story, but I just I didn't have the ability to play it myself. And then it was in 20. 16 maybe that i got a playstation and so by that time that game had kind of like aged out and like the hype was worn off and i just didn't go back and uh try to play through it myself i should 
Uh, at some point in time, I'm probably never going to buy a PS5 because I have invested my money into PC yeah, gaming now. I Unless uh, I get a good deal on one, I'm not. Even with a good deal, I just one. don't see a reason to do it. Like, I can't tell you a number like that's low enough and reasonable that would be like, yep, I'm going to buy that. Because it would like sit two, on my shelf and collect dust. If I could get one for like 200 I'd do it. So you're going to get like a, you know, a dust collector fucking paperweight well because i'll play i'll play like madden i'll play i'll play like sports video games on it so like and then it's always nice to have one like i have a ps4 still and it's nice to have it in case jess and i ever want to watch like a dvd or anything like that dude yeah but like i would never buy a ps5 to be a dvd player oh i'm not and that's why i'm not gonna do it and they're not gonna be 200 dollars for the next eight years anyway yeah so yeah Yeah, maybe i'll find somebody that buys a playstation 6 and i can get a deal on their ps5 or something i don't know I think uh, I think Borderlands needs an honorable mention in this game as well. Borderlands is a Borderlands. solid series, yeah, for sure. Uh, Borderlands three also went on sale for super cheap, and I started replaying that um, not too long ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I started playing some of that again. Yeah, my experience playing that game was with a modder, so a guy who had mods in the game. So I like when I started playing the game, it had like I had like legendary level guns as like the first starter level on the game so it was just not fair oh, that's absurd yeah. um but then i played by myself after that and i was like actually really enjoying the experience there so yeah, it's a fun game for destiny sure. is really good too i i even though it's yep. multiplayer i consider it like a story-based game yeah it's it's like a little destiny. strange in the fact that it's open world but it's not i wouldn't call it truly open world maybe i don't know how to describe that i guess but Obviously, like, you have to still sync up and, like, get into a party with people to do, like, the multiplayer functions of that game, and mm-hmm. you can still do a ton of it by yourself. Yeah. Uh, really, you get into the multiplayer when you're doing, like, online multiplayer, like, fighting, like, player versus player, or raids, which are absolutely the coolest thing, I think, to ever come out of that game. Like, the raid 100%. concept was fucking awesome, and I spent days, not even hours, days doing raids because i had like my raid party like everybody else yeah. that was a big destiny that's fan. how and dane so, and i were yeah i had a group of six of us that we'd get together literally every fucking weekend and i'd play for like an entire saturday and just beat raids and then when destiny 2 came out i played through some of those oh. raids um I, I think i played it for like a week when it launched and then i think i stopped i don't know why i might have made it a couple months whenever the first raid was, was released i played through that a, a few times and i never made it past the first raid my brother <laughs> yeah, is a massive destiny 2 fan still plays it all the time and has tried to pull me back a few times but i'm just not i think it's too hard to go back now after waiting so long to try to get back into it because i wouldn't pick back up with story i would yeah. just be like all right let's go try to the, do the raid or something you know like and i wouldn't want to grind for the gear at right. all it's not like they have it unless they've incorporated it since I've been gone, but they don't have a trading system. So it's not like you can catch back up with like the help of a friend. You like have to grind and I'm not going to fucking do that. Makes sense. Yeah. But I do um, like destiny. That's a good honorable yeah. mention. That's a good honorable mention there. All right. That's a solid uh, first topic for today. So that was technically my topic. Uh, so Kyle, what do you got? Sure. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, before the topic that we both uh, know is coming, I'll do my next topic then um which i don't know why you had me introduce your topic that but that's fine um i've got a topic ready if you want to count that as yours we can do mine no no no, like i've got mine so we can talk about this but mine's simple and fun because i just wanted to keep this one kind of chill going in because i think we're gonna have a lot 
a lot a lot to talk about next week uh while we're on jake's birthday and while you guys are here so that's gonna be uh and we're probably gonna bring the the wives into that one potentially if they're willing to do it uh i I, I asked nobody said no so in my in my opinion they're on yeah so (laughs) hopefully they're they're willing to do that and hop on with us and have a good conversation because that'll be an obviously a, a good time there um but my topic on the fun side, and I'm going to have to get a list that I can send to you as well, just so I don't forget anything. Uh, but I want us to talk about our favorite sandwich shops because it came up recently when I was talking to people and I have a tendency to like always do the same one all the time. And I haven't even tried some of these. And so I finally the other day, like tried a new one for the first time. And I was like, holy fuck, this is really good. And I have been missing out on some of these for a long time. So I'm going to look up um, the most popular, I guess. Uh, I pulled, sandwich I pulled shops. up a, a sandwich shop tier list. You want to just use this? Yeah, let me just send it to me. Yeah, I'll yeah. use whatever you got. All right. I mean, we can do it as a tier list if you want. We cannot do it as a tier list if you don't want. But just to at least have it as a list of it's got like. I got to see how many of these I actually know. I've been to all but two of these. Yeah, all but two of these. Yeah, there's some on here that I haven't had, and then there's one on here that I don't understand how it's not here. What's that? Jimmy John's. Oh, yeah. That's a weird one to leave out. Uh, But with with the exception of Jimmy John's, we can use this. Cool. All right. Um, Yeah, so the first one on on this tier list that we have um, is probably my favorite sandwich shop um because i don't like sandwich shops um oh that's sad i it's so i'm a plain eater you know this yeah people i'm a pretty plain eater too and i fucking love me some sammies but like if i'm gonna spend what most of these places charge for food like i can go to a bunch of different places and get more food or like food that i'll appreciate more um, but Firehouse Subs is my, if I'm going to get a sandwich, I want to get Firehouse. And I can, I'm going to get the Smokehouse Beef and Cheddar, which is a barbecue, bri- or it's a, like a Smokehouse Brisket and Cheddar. It's like a barbecue brisket and cheddar sandwich. It is fucking mint. It is so good. That is by far like my favorite sandwich of all time if I'm going to eat like a sub sandwich. Firehouse I just realized that for me. I, uh, they're like at least 50% of these I haven't had. So I feel like maybe I should try to find another list. All right, let's find another. This was just the first one when it popped up. But regardless, Firehouse Subs is my favorite sub shop. That Whether we're using that tier list or a no tier list or a different list. Yeah. Here, how about we use the Daily Meal, uh, America's 25 best sandwich shops. Give me like two seconds. I'm just looking on the same site to find a tier list and see if there's um, some other ones that might work out better. Because there's just like so many on there that I've never even heard of. The only two on that original list that I'd never been to, I've never been to Goes and I've never been to Blimpy. I've never been to Wawa. There was like five or six other ones that I've never been to. You've never been to Wawa? I've been to a Wawa. I never have eaten food there. Damn. Even I've fucking been to Wawa. All right. I found a little bit better one, but it's still not very inclusive. So yeah, whatever. Send me the link for the list that you have, and we'll go through that. All right. So
Yeah, I would definitely just use that, but there's six on there. I think there was six that I'd never tried before, and they excluded Jimmy John's, so I feel like you have to just, like... Yeah, even some of them on this list, though, I've never heard of. I think it's going to be high. There's so many regional, like, sandwich chains, though, that I think that it's going to be like this no matter what. Uh, But it still doesn't change my answer. Firehouse Subs, number one. Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. Where's uh, this link? I sent it to you. Did I not? No. Yeah, I did. On Twitter? Message failed to send. Oh, there you go. I just got it. Cool. Perfect. It has a fucking half of a page of ad. So if we go through this list, starting at 25 and going down, have you ever been to D'Angelo Grilled Sandwiches? Because I haven't. You ever been to Witchcraft? Because I haven't. You ever been to Steak Escape? Because I haven't. Nope, but this does prove my point a little bit. Like, I have been so limited in scope and the number of sandwich shops that I've been to in my lifetime, and there are probably, like, this steak escape looks fucking good. Like, I yeah, bet I'm I would love lie. that food. I love cheesesteaks, so that's... I think this has convinced me that I'm going to go get my favorite sandwich shop tonight, and I'll talk about that when I find out if it's on the list. Have you been to Penn Station? I have been to Penn Station. Penn How was that? Deli- Penn Station's really good. Um, what known- is, like, their specialty? What do they do? I think they're mo- they're most famous. I think for their cheesesteak. Um, okay, that's what. Is it, is it okay? It says East Coast subs. So yeah, it's, is it only on the East Coast? No, I think it started in like Cincinnati. Um, I okay. I want I had it during a baseball tournament. Like they they just catered oh. it in. Um, cool. I I'm pretty sure I had their cheesesteak, and I remember it being really good. So I'm gonna give it like a. I'm gonna if I were to like rate it on a tier list, I'd put it at like a B. Like it's it's pretty good. I've I've got no complaints from there. You made me just want to like make a best cheesesteak list, but I feel like I'm in, not qualified to make that list. I feel like I need to bring somebody on from like Philly or something. Uh, specifically, like my one of my buddies is actually from Philly, and like he gives us uh, advice on like what Philly shops to go to and everything that he finds when he moves around. Pats I feel like and he's Geno's. A, those are the only two that I know. He might be the most Philly. qualified person, so I'm gonna. My dad's been there a bunch too. He he uh, he could probably tell us that. My dad, that's like the one. He's traveled all across the country for his job, so he can tell me like the most random restaurants that he's ever been to. He like still swears up and down that the best sushi he's ever had in his entire life was in the airport in San Francisco. Gross. Like, but he no, it's like it's it's expensive. It's like fresh sushi, even though it's in the airport. They they bring they butcher it in front of you. Like, we walked mm. past it when we were on a layover Filet. there in Hawaii. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. I think once you right. get to like the top 15 on this list is where you start to get to more like nationally recognized ones. Yeah, I'm going to start skipping through some of these. And if people like are watching this live right now and they're in the comments, which they are, and I just have been missing it, uh, feel free to throw it out when uh, you guys have commentary on some of these ones that we're going to just skip right over because I've never heard of them. But let us know if you think they're fantastic because I have heard of most of these. Preda Manager, never heard of it. Nope. Miami Subs Grill, never had it. Nope. Togo's never had it. Or is it is it to go? I think it's to go's. To go. However the fuck you say that. That's what I'm gonna go. Never had it. Charlie's I've heard of. I don't Charlie's I have most definitely had. So in my line of work, these things are fucking everywhere. And I will tell you that a Charlie's Philly cheesesteak is okay. It is like fast food cheesesteak, obviously. But I can't name a time that I had I have had Charlie's that I haven't had diarrhea every single time good to know so 
every and it's funny because i've been there like six times and it's happened every time so every time i go back i'm like man i know what's coming but i just i think they're it's worth it's it. it's because like sometimes like my options are very limited and like i'm on like a quick like hey go get food and come right back to work and i'm like yeah. okay so i'll buzz out and i'll look and i'm like man there's like nothing available right here fuck it i'm gonna have charlie's and then every single time i regret it but for a flavor concept it's not that bad it's kind of like your subway of a philly cheesesteak like you i was pick, say, like whether you want like steak or chicken and then they fucking have all the ingredients that you can add in but yeah this list says they use usda choice grade steak which is pretty i don't solid. know what it is man i don't know what it is who who cares if you like it even if it does something bad to you afterwards sometimes it's worth i don't it. even like it that much <laughs> i don't i it's don't like know a, why it's like a c tier like it's good but it's not like worth going yeah, for it, yeah it's not yeah. you shouldn't go out of your way for a charlie's yeah atlanta bread company i've never, never heard, heard of, of. uh Blimpy, Blimpy's. i've heard of I feel like I've had this. I think there was one in my hometown when I was a kid, uh, but I don't have like a good memory of what it tasted like. The picture they used in this list is, makes it look fucking disgusting. Yeah, I was going to say that it looks gross. Is that like an egg sandwich? With I don't know what the fuck that is, but it looks terrible. Yeah, that yeah. I think that's probably like a breakfast sandwich, and I can't tell if that's like a green, like they'll do like the green tortilla. I think it's like a spinach wrap, yeah. Or if it's like a, like a, yeah, like a pepper lettuce spinach wrap thing i don't know it looks gross i'm not never gonna eat it uh mcallister's deli um just recent just recently started eating this more frequently it's for what it i get out of it it's too expensive so i'm never gonna eat it but the one time that i have had it i would say it was fine they've got a, they've got plenty of options which at least give you some benefit there yeah, it looks pretty basic to me in the picture anyway uh which which very good We'll give it a solid B tier if I had I've to. always heard really good things about Witch Witch, but I've never had it. The one time I almost had it is because it was like a late night uh, place. Like it was open, I think, 24-7 in Iowa City. And when I was there, we were like looking for late night drunk food, but the line was like 40 people deep, so we yeah. went for Taco Bell instead. So It's very good drunk food from what I've never heard. Never had Witch Witch. I had it, I've had it one time, and it was pretty solid. It's nothing special, but... Generally speaking, really good drunk food is not good sober food, so not always true, but semi fair point you got going on there. I feel like that's pretty typical. Um, Corner Bakery, I will give this a, a, an absolute F tier. My one experience with the restaurant, my sandwich was which was supposed to be hot was cold. Um, we got a brownie with our meal, which was hot. it might have been easier to eat a hockey puck. Like <laughs> I've got a, a hockey puck right there. If I were to go grab that, I could probably eat that quicker than I could eat this brownie. Like, it was that bad. It was just a terrible experience. I know a bunch of people who who loved it. I cannot say I was in that group. Yeah, I have never had it. Never heard of it. Um, Jason's Deli. I've heard phenomenal things. Never had it. Heard of it. Never tried it. Firehouse S tier. Oh, there it is, right there. It says it in this list right here. The Smokehouse Beef and Cheddar Brisket absolutely huh. the best sandwich you can get at a restaurant that's not just like a philly cheesesteak it's yeah, different too because most places like don't have brisket so it's i wish i could you... give a better review of firehouse but i had it one time when i was a kid because we had just gotten a firehouse in town we went and got it and i was like okay cool it's a sandwich and then i moved on and i don't have any like lasting memory of it but when I was younger I was even more of a picky eater so I probably literally just got like a warmed up piece of turkey and cheese on a on bread so yeah. not exactly the well, ideal thing to use for a review. And this is why I'm not great with sandwich shops because like 
what you described there is not too far off of what I would get at most places. <laughs> like I get like meat and cheese and then like maybe a sauce if they have a sauce that I like. Like there's not, I don't, I don't add a lot of things to my food. I'm, a, I'm so plain of an eater that it's a problem. Yeah, I'm a, I've gotten much, much better over the years, but I'm still kind of picky. Um, Aubon Payne, never heard of it. Nope, never heard of it. Einstein's? Einstein Bros, I've heard of. Delicious. Never had it. Love it looks it. to me like Brugger's. It's it's bagels. So they, so everything they do is on bagels. Um, so they're most famous for like their breakfast sandwiches. Um, have you ever had Brugger's bagels? I have not. I've heard good things about it, but I've never had it. It looks the same to me. And Brugger's is fucking delicious. So so probably, I again, I love Einstein's. Jess and I have gone multiple times. Um, there's one uh, not too far from us in Naperville that we've gone to a few times. And I've gotten it in, uh, actually, uh, probably the times that I've had Einstein the most is when I we used to go to the city more frequently for Cubs games. So going into Chicago, we'd take the red line. And when you get off at the red line stop, you walk past an Einstein's on your way to Wrigley. So we would stop before we go into Wrigley every time, get a double bacon, egg and cheese, and you have yourself a nice meal before you go in and spend $12 on beer at Wrigley. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Pot bellies. This is another one that I absolutely love. Um, so, they actually yeah. have a lot of options that I eat. Plus, both of my brothers used to work there. Their cookies slash dream bars, that, just that shit alone puts it in an S tier. And then they have enough like sandwiches that I do really like that it puts it over the edge for me. Dude, so this is the the one I was just referring to. I had never been to a pot belly in my entire life. And the other day I had some friends at work. They were like, Hey, you want to go get lunch? And I was like, sure. Why not? Like whatever. I don't have any food with me. And they're like, Oh, let's go to pot belly. And I was like, never been there. So sure. And they're like, you've never been to a pot belly sandwiches. And I was like, Nope. And they're like, uh, all right, dude, we're taking you there. And then they didn't tell me at all what to order. And so I made it through the entire line and they're like, oh, we definitely should have like told you what to order here. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, sure. Whatever. Fuck it. Like I'll try it. And my food ended up being phenomenal. I actually, I love the sandwich and I don't even usually really like toasted subs. Oh, I love. I thought that sub subs. was super good. I, so the one that they talk about in this, uh, one of the ones they talk about in this article that we're looking at is called a wreck which is salami, roast beef, turkey, ham, and Swiss. I love that one, but I also love their meatball sub. Their meatball sub is so good for being like a chain restaurant meatball sub. Um, I love it. They're, they're up there with, uh, with one of my, as one of my favorite sandwich shops. Dude, I really need to figure out how to like respond in the comments, by the way. I don't know if you have the, you might have to go like on the actual like YouTube. And just comment, probably. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah, I should just be like. I know, I know, I can type back, but anyway. Uh, Kosi, Kasi, never had it, never heard of it. Jersey Mike's Jess loves this place. Everybody that I know loves this place. Not a fan, dude. The hype in when I lived in Florida was so real for Jersey Mike's. People were all about Jersey Mike's. I, the only times that I've eaten it in my entire life is a kid I used to play baseball with. His dad opened up a franchise a few towns over from us. And that's the only time that I've ever like willingly paid for it. Like, I don't like, I don't really like anything on their menu. Um, I've tried their Buffalo chicken. It's got a weird taste to it. I've tried their Philly cheesesteak. It's got a weird taste to it. Like their hot stuff I can't really do. And I'm not a cold sandwich guy. So I'm not going to get just like a, you know, turkey, ham and cheese on, 
on white bread or anything like that. So for me, it's overrated and it's definitely overpriced. It's one of the more pricey like sub chains, especially around us. And I will, every time Jess gets Jersey Mike's, I get the Panda Express that's next door. Like I, I'll just, I'll deal with the repercussions of eating Panda because <laughs> I know what that's going to do to me. But I will choose that I like for Panda. Jersey Mike's. I love Panda, but I know what it, it like. I, I, when I eat Panda, I can't stop. So I eat every last bite of food that I'm given and I'm bloated for like four days. Yeah, I uh, I don't have this digestive problems really with Panda Express. Um, I think but... it's just because I don't eat a ton of carbs as it is. So eating like all of the bread and chicken and then all of the rice too, I think it's yeah. just kind of like an assault on my stomach that it wasn't prepared for. That's fair. Uh, I will say though, Jersey Mike's though has a, in my opinion, for a inexperienced and non-East Coaster, uh, a underrated Philly cheesesteak. I guess they don't call it a Philly cheesesteak. It's just a cheesesteak, right? Yeah. Like they don't try to imitate Philly, I guess. But I, I don't like it for whatever. There's like a weird taste to it. I don't know what it is. I'm not. A I really fan. like their cheesesteak. I know my favorite cheesesteak place is not going to appear on here though, and people would hate that I picked the place anyway. Like I said, I am not qualified to be a cheesesteak reviewer. But... Yeah, me neither. I've never I've never been to Philly, <laughs> so I, I, I've never had like any of the good spots for it. Um, they have like their own language, dude. Yeah. Wit. It's crazy. Wiz Wit. Wiz Wit out or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know what the fuck. With, I thought I was fancy going to uh, like Portillo's and just saying, let me get it with Mott's. <laughs> dipped with Mott's. Dude, speak of the devil, I've never had a anything besides a chicago dog at portillo's i i i will i've on record multiple times on my twitter um and probably even on this podcast that portillo's is probably the most overrated restaurant in the chicagoland area that being said when you and carly come up to visit us i'm definitely going to take you guys to portillo's and i'm going to force you to get an italian beef because i do we have one you know that right yeah it's not the same Chicago, well, it's in Phoenix. Chicagoland but... Portillo's is not the same as everywhere else Portillo's. I've been to Portillo's in Chicago, and I've been to Portillo's in Phoenix, and they taste the same to me. Yeah, the fucking hot dogs do. The Speaking of the devil, did you know that uh, Portillo's will ship you a box yes. to make your own hot dogs? Yeah. That shit's crazy. My a lot brother, of Chicago places will do that. My dad sent that shit to my brother for his birthday and he got like this crate of just like shit from portillo's to make his own hot dogs and i was yeah. like that is so legit also my uncle kyle is in the chat kyle i 100 percent agree with you uh, i believe you meant to say bono beef instead of bueno beef um but bono beef is 100 times better than portillo's i will go fully on record saying that um uh, but yeah but you can so portillo's to do that you can a lot of the pizza places too so like lumal nadi's gino's east um, they will ship you. You can get like deep dish pizzas shipped across the country, and you just throw them in your your oven for like forty five minutes. Um, and you, yeah, yeah, man. I can't believe you've only eaten hot dogs at Portillo's. Like it's the most like. There's nothing special about a Portillo's. Hot I dog. love Chicago dogs. Even I love then. them. Even even then, I, I still... love Chicago dogs. Speak of the devil. Because of the fact the CDC just dropped the guidance that you can do things as a vaccinated person again now, uh, pretty much completely. There's a couple of restrictions there, but because of the fact that like we pretty much go hand in hand with the CDC guidance and how we operate from our perspective here, but um, we might have to try to go down and see if that food truck is active. I bet it's not because of the restrictions, like still because of that. But there's this tiny little hot dog truck that operates downtown, and they make oh, yeah. some 
fucking bomb Chicago dogs. I I won't. I'll get a hot dog with ketchup and I'll happily eat it that way Basic. and that way alone. Um, but I will watch y'all. Jess will go ham on a on a souped up hot Chicago dog. Dogs. So, um, back to this uh this list here, Schlotsky's. I've heard nothing but amazing things out of it, but I've never never had it. I've never had it. Uh, Quiznos, I personally love Quiznos. Any place that can do a hot sandwich and can do it well is a-okay in my book. And plus, one of my best friends growing up, it's a, it's a reoccurring theme with me that my friend's families own franchises of sandwich shops, but his dad owned like 14 Quiznos chains. So every time we went to his house, he would like bring us home Quiznos for dinner. So I got very used to a lot of their sandwiches and they are very good. I, Same I concept for me with Quiznos is Firehouse. I had it once when I was younger. Don't really like heated up subs. I had it with like the same bullshit that I had. So I'll, I'll, I will say that my sub was heated at Potbelly and I fucking loved it. So maybe I'm growing out of that. But uh, Quiznos was just okay to me when I was younger. I need to give it another shot now that I'm older. Like 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 this is eye opening to me. Like I didn't know that there was this many like popular sandwich shops for whatever reason. I guess I just don't pay attention to my surroundings. Yeah. And I will say that I'm kind of like you in the fact that like I don't. I don't generally like crave and want to go get a sandwich from somewhere. Yeah. Like, I think it's, it's hard for me to justify like going and paying to have somebody make me a sandwich. that I can just fucking make in my house typically yeah, exactly. for whatever fucking reason. It always tastes better from a sandwich shop. Like it I does. can never match it the does. flavor and it always tastes better. So it's worth it for me every once in a while to get that, but I need to try some of these other places for sure. See, and I like what you're saying there. Like I don't crave these type of sandwiches. If I'm ever craving a sandwich, I'm typically either craving like a really good Italian beef or Philly cheesesteak, or I'm craving like a buffalo slash spicy chicken sandwich from somewhere. So like if I'm craving a sandwich, like that's what I'm looking for. I'm never looking for like cold cuts or anything like that. Like it's just not, maybe it's cause I ate it so much growing up that I just am so tired of it at this point. But like, this was like cold cut sandwiches were my lunch every single day for at school probably from the time that I was in first grade until the end of my senior year of high school. So for like 12 years, this was all that I was really eating. I, like I said, I really need to expand my horizons. By the way, I just said, fuck it. And I went to YouTube so I could comment back, but I, uh, there we go. I need to expand my sandwich horizons a little bit more. And like the older I get, the better my taste buds get in my opinion. Like my, I'm not as picky nearly as much now as i used to be and i've gotten a lot better but uh, next on the list up is jimmy john's which for whatever reason like i love jimmy john's i think it's fine i i don't know why i don't know if it's the bread i don't know the bread is is good i will give you that i do i we used to my family used to go and we would just they would go because you can just get the bread Sometimes they don't yeah, even charge yeah. you for it. Like you just ask for two loaves of bread and they're just like, here you go. We've got, yeah, I won't throw friends out by name, but I had a buddy that worked there and I, my apartment in college was right across the street from a Jimmy John's, which maybe played into the fact of why I loved it so much. Cause I got it all the fucking time, but I had a buddy, like I would just walk back by there like late at night and he's like, Hey man, I got a box of bread that we're about to throw out. Do you want it? And I would take literally boxes of that shit back to my yeah. apartment. Their bread, is, love their their bread. bread is good. I will, I will give you that. Everything and else there is just oh they're cookies they're cookies A tier S tier, top of the good. line. The one thing that throws me off about uh, Jimmy John's is I had a buddy that worked there and he told me the story of like how their turkey is packaged and like what they do with it when it gets to the store and I'm not gonna like spoil that for everybody but it was kind of fucking gross the way that he described it to me 
And so it grossed me out for all of about one day, and then I went back to eating Jimmy John's. So I think that's kind of just restaurants in general. Like, trust me, I used to handle the food deliveries when I worked at McDonald's. Like, nothing is great anywhere. Yeah. Um, and it just it is fast food. Is. Fast food. Yeah, fast food wise. Anyway, number Subway two might Subway. be the most over fucking rated sandwich shop on the planet. It's probably the one. Like, if I were to get a sandwich shop more often than not when i've eaten sandwiches in my life it has been subway part of that is i think their steak and cheese is not that bad um it's not that good but it's also not that bad um back when you actually could go into the store and get a foot long and it was five dollars it was definitely actually five dollars yeah when it was actually five dollars it was much more worth it um now i i've probably had subway one time in the last 10 years and that was because we were, Jess and I were driving back from Galena, uh, which is about three hours from us. And she wanted food and wanted Subway because it's like a road trip staple for her. Because it's one of those things that like, because you can boring get- boring ass road trip staple. But hear me out. So I, I get her reasoning behind it. It's that you can buy a foot long, you can eat half of it now. And then two hours la- later when you get hungry again, you can still eat it. And it's not like weirdly cold like a burger would be or like yeah, chicken fair. strips would be. So I get it. I get the argument behind it. Still not what I would do. Um, I'd rather just yeah, stop no. at another McDonald's and get another cheeseburger or something like that. Um, but Subway's fine for what it is. Their cookies are ass. I don't care. Everybody always fucking. I liked them when I was younger. Good. I haven't had them in years. Though, they so do- I, I had one not that long ago, and I don't think it tasted like anything. I don't think I was actually physically eating anything with flavor. It was yeah. just so bland and boring. But I will say that I have had Subway again like you probably more than anywhere else uh probably close second behind that is jimmy john's subway i've had more just because it was a thing before jimmy john's was so like i had it like as a kid and shit i will advocate for one thing from subway and one thing only and that is their rotisserie style chicken which sometimes they don't even have anymore but like not like their bullshit chicken breast garbage that's like that shit is disgusting and grosses me out. It's like warmed up in fucking steam. Yeah, I've never got. I've never once ordered it. So, and if you're not getting like you know thin slices of turkey, like regular lunch meat style, uh, turkey or chicken, I mean, uh, then it's not really good. Eat. You know what I mean? Like it's just not good. So the rotisserie style chicken, though, for whatever like reason, like I don't know where they source those from. Super good though, and their chipotle sauce is fucking good. So those are the two things that I will say positive about Subway. Everything else I think is overrated, and I just I don't care about Subway. Yeah, I'll agree with you there 100%. It's probably the most overrated restaurant in the entire world. People also think it's healthy. Like the Jer- the yeah, whole Jared healthy. Jared guy, obviously in jail, her- terrible person. But like he made people think it was healthy. But like all that man was doing was eating one Subway sandwich a day, and that was like all the food that he ate. So of course when you eat 1,200 calories, you're going to lose a shitload of weight. It's just yeah. how losing weight works. Is a guy who's lost it a ton. It's really easy. You just stop eating as much. It's how you lose <laughs> weight. It's not as complicated as it seems. It's just about adherence. But like people will get Subway thinking it's a healthy option, and then like you look at what they get, and it starts healthy. They're like, oh yeah, it's a, the, if you get like a six inch sandwich loaded up with vegetables, like lean proteins. It's not that bad because you're filling up a lot of food for not a lot of calories. But when you get like the foot long and you're getting mayo and you get the oil and vinegar and you're like you added 600 calories in sauces and you added the chips and the cookies yeah. and the sodas you got a 200 calorie shit. bag of yeah. chips you added yeah. a 200 calorie 210 calorie cookie you're getting a 32 ounce coke which is another 300 calories <laughs> with it you have more calories in like sides and snacks yeah. than you do 
in the actual fucking meal itself. Um, if you actually look at the calories for like a lot of their sandwiches too, it's basically like their turkey lettuce sandwich is like the only one that's actually like really yeah. like okay for you. And then now they have those like uh, like pita style breads or whatever the fuck you want to call them, the thin breads or whatever mm-hmm. that like helps like take care of some of the carbs and shit too. Yeah. So like they can get healthier, but you're basically eating nothing there if you're staying as healthy as they advertise it. We'll probably do an episode at some point on like how I lost weight and like how it really made me like, I don't want to say I obsess over calories, but like how just conscious it made me of what I was eating. Like just looking, Oh, we will. You, you're shaking your head. No, I'm not worried about the episode. I'm just thinking for me, I am not a calorie conscious person. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about what I eat most of the time. But you were probably more blessed than I was with a good metabolism where like you don't get really fat if you eat shitty foods. It's starting to catch up to me these days, especially the COVID times. My shit caught up to me when I was like 14. So, but just like looking at it. So like the perfect example is the, the lunch that I ate today. I ate nearly a pound of pork tenderloin and it was like 400 calories dude that makes me want a fucking fried tenderloin so bad it's yeah this was dude, not fried. talk about things that you can't get in really anywhere in the world that are better than the midwest like if you can find a tenderloin like a fried tenderloin oh. somewhere outside of the midwest in general it's not going to be i've never good had... at all compared to what you have in the midwest i've tr- i've been <clears> to the south i've gotten like like chicken fried steak and stuff down there it does not compare to like homemade chicken fried steak here i don't i don't maybe it's just i've been to bad spots but like that's that type of stuff is different here italian beef is so much better in the midwest than anywhere i gotta else stop you it. because in my list of things that we have to talk about one of these days is definitely things that like you can't find outside the midwest and like things that i crave all the time because i i go to the midwest now maybe once a year and so like whenever i go there there's like my list of things that i like must like, have I these have things to do this yeah and so yeah that's all another topic so i'm not gonna let you go down that path and get me started we're gonna talk about the last restaurant mm-hmm. on this list and i'm gonna rank my beer and we'll talk we'll wrap up with talking about the visit that i'm about to do down there yeah absolutely panera bread is the fucking most overrated restaurant in the entire world the fact that people willingly pay $20 to eat fucking hospital food blows my mind. And I hate Panera with a burning. You know, it's funny because that's like a semi accurate description. I think it is. I don't think you're too far off base. Uh, I will say they have a couple the funny thing, right? Is that they have some things that they do well, like their bread is actually pretty good. But if you're getting a sandwich there, it's generally very, very basic. Yeah. And so there is, um, you know, there's not really an incentive for you to go there, especially when you have all these other options. Yeah. But I think part of their appeal too, is they've tried to like tie themselves to health conscious as well. And so people go there cause they think it's healthy. Uh, there are some things though that are pretty decent there. Like Mac and cheese is pretty good at Panera and but I like, do like their bread. I wouldn't go there for like bagels because I have a Brugger's here and Brugger's is fucking fire. Yeah, way see, better than we don't, Panera. We, we don't have Brugger's. So <laughs> I do, I'm still partial to Panera bagels, but that's about the only thing that, and I do really like their green tea. I will admit that their green tea is really good, but besides that, everything else there is overrated and sucks. Not that it's like a main attraction that you guys need to see while you're here, but I will take you to Brugger's just because you said that, because it's fucking, bomb. I am a slut for a bacon, egg and cheese bagel. So I'm in. Yeah, and they, I had, I've only had their actual like breakfast, like sandwich bagel one time, but it was super good. I do have one honorable mention though that I need to add to this list because it was on our first list that I said wasn't very good, and that's Arby's because that is like my, yeah. that is my absolute like 
road trip fucking go to. And we snacks. always, I fucking love me some RB sandwiches, and then their jalapeno poppers are good. Never had them. I'm not a huge jalapeno popper guy, but they're curly fries, man. Jamocha shake, oh, so good, so good. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I if I'm picking a restaurant to eat at, I'm almost never picking a sandwich shop. Um, but one yep. thing I have learned is a, it, the chains are not the sandwich shops to go to if you are getting a sandwich. If you can mm-hmm. find a local sandwich shop, it's almost always a million times better. Like when I was in, I visited New York when I was probably like 13 and the best sandwiches I've ever had were at like delis in New York, like sure. getting like legit, like pastrami on rise, like that, nothing beats that experience. Like that is hands on the best. There's a place over the bridge in Lockport, Mr. Submarine. They have really good, um, really good burgers of all things, but also like I've had their subs there too. And they're, they're so much like, you can tell just the quality of like, they're actually using meat as opposed to like the fake over processed meat. And it's just, it changes everything. That's the saddest thing, especially when people start going, like getting more popular and franchising more and more is like the quality of their just meat just goes down and down and down. It becomes this fucking just rubber nonsense that it just, it's absolutely awful. Well, it's like you look at the quality of, I mean, even if you look at like like all chain restaurants, like the only one that gets like a passing grade by the USDA for their meat quality is Wendy's, like Burger King, um, McDonald's, like all of those burger places. Like Wendy's is the only one that meets like higher qualifications on the whole list. Which is so funny because Wendy's kind of gets a bad rap, but I think they brought that back a little bit when they started just talking shit about everybody on Twitter. They yeah. started kind of bringing their popularity back, which is fantastic. But like, I don't ever just like go out of my way to go to a fucking Wendy's, dude. Like Jess and I go to Wendy's quite a bit. Um, some of them, not all locations have it, but some of them will do, it's 50 nuggets for 10 bucks. That's disgusting. It's such a good deal. That is disgusting. We don't like we we get that for both of us, and then we have like two and a half, three days worth of food. Um, but we also just for like if we're going to get like a fast food place, like Jess's place to go is typically Wendy's. Yeah, that's definitely not for me. Like Carly's number one is Mex or I almost said Mexican McDonald's, which yeah, is no secret. How, like she's a huge McDonald's fan. Yeah, I don't really and like obviously we've kind of already talked about the fast food stuff, but the the one thing that I will say, like obviously like. We have no real reason to go there while you're here, but Baggins is the one that like, Baggins is franchised now. I don't know how big their franchise is or like how far they extend, but I would go to a Baggins over everything in Tucson. I've never heard of it. So much better than every other just like chain. Like, their their shit is so good, and their cookies, by the way, are the bomb. Like I haven't had a Subway cookie in a long time, so I can't like logically compare the two. Subway but cookies for- are. Baggins cookies are so fucking good. Now you're gonna have to take me there when I'm there. Just we can just, just for the for cookie. A, even if just for a cookie. I so even... oh dude, I got a good story about that really quick too. Um but Carly, so we went for we like to go for like bike rides around here because in Tucson there's just like a shitload of um bike trails in Tucson and we there's one that enters right next to a baggins. And so we went and had lunch and then we went for our bike ride afterwards and Carly was like, Oh, I want to stop back in and get another cookie from Baggins on the like way home since we're right here. I was like, okay. And so she pops in and she was like, Hey, I just want like a cookie. And they, I think they sell like big cookies or whatever. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. like in, in your bag with a sandwich, like every single sandwich, you get like a, this little mini cookie. And she was like, Oh, so you want like, like the big packaged cookies. And Carly was like, no, I want like just like a small, like bag cookie. And they're like, oh, like, 
just just like one of the tiny ones and she's like yeah and they're like okay uh if you really want that and they just took four of them and just handed them to her <laughs> so she didn't have to pay for it but she's got those cookies, and they're so fucking good fuck it hey man you can't go wrong with cookies that's all i'm saying yeah sweet sandwich shops i think my favorite just to top this off chain well baggins is my favorite but like as far as like the chain franchises goes i'd still go to jimmy john's but for me it's 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 fire if i were to pick like a top three it's fire in order firehouse pot bellies and then jimmy john's would probably be my third i'd probably have pot bellies as maybe my third now after experiencing that i still need to go back there and try some other stuff too but my sandwich was super fucking good there yeah no you got milkshakes too they're milkshakes I'm finally done introducing topics for this episode. It's Jake's turn. Is there another topic that we're going to talk about? Or are we just talking about our uh, no, Jess just, and I coming down just there? Just a visit, yeah. I'll just let yeah. you introduce it while I take a drink. Yeah, man. So uh, anybody out there listening, um, as you know, Kyle and I are both fully vaccinated. Our wives sure are both are. fully vaccinated. So we've talked about it before. We've referenced it before. <clears throat> but in about, I'm going to try and do some quick math here, uh, 24 plus... <laughs> Uh, 11 so in like about in like 36 hours uh jess and i will be on a plane to arizona uh to visit kyle and his wife so we are super excited about that um i've met kyle before my wife's met kyle before um we've never met carly kyle's wife so this will be you know it's going to be a great time to finally get a chance to meet her in person um but yeah man we're just super excited to get down there it's been so especially with like take out like the covid stuff like it's just been so long since we've like had places that are worth visiting and like it's it's one thing going a place that you've never been to and having nobody to show you around but like getting to go somewhere and knowing people there and like being able to have friends with you while you're there like it changes everything and so like even just being us being able to come and visit you guys like we would be perfectly happy like hanging out with you guys just for a week straight and doing nothing else but just like being able to like hang out with you guys and like see where you guys are and see like where you guys live and see everything that you guys like to do like that. It's, it's going to be so cool. We're so excited to get down there. We are so excited to have you guys down here. And yeah, dude, that's like one of the things that sucks the most about traveling is when you go and you don't know anybody that's either been there or that's already there. It's, it makes it so you end up just falling into all of the tourist traps. Yeah. And like you just do all of the, like the fucking advertised shit on TripAdvisor. You know what yeah, I mean? You Google and like, like that. best it's... things to do in yes. Chicago. And then you end up at the Bean. You end up at the fucking yeah. art museum. And you're like, all yeah. right, I've done everything now. Yeah. Yeah. And like there's so much shit that like if you have somebody that lives there locally, it's, it makes the experience a lot better, no doubt. And uh, fortunately, we've been in Tucson long enough that we can show you around and like there's some good shit to see here and we can definitely point some stuff out and thankfully cdc guidance just keeps getting better and better as you guys are getting closer to being here which like especially since like all four of us are fully vaccinated makes it a lot easier and we can uh we were already texting about that earlier today and like some of the things that we're more willing to do now than when we were first planning this trip yeah uh, and like we have to i don't even think we added it to the list yet because it was like on our like we're not going to do that just because of covid reasons but now like we're like "Ah, maybe we'll do this and it's right it's gonna be a ton of fun dude we're so fucking excited we have a shared note uh, between the four of us that we just keep for the most part it's been carly and i just because we, we live here but we've just been adding things and adding things and yeah, adding we, things to this list we have nothing to add like like i said like jess and i are super easy to please like we literally could like sit at your at your pool and just hang out there for four or five days and that's like all that we need to do to be happy like we don't need it like a lot but being able to like 
like see getting that list was actually super exciting for me because i've never been somewhere where somebody was like actually enthusiastic to do something like shout out to my wife my wife is the biggest planner of all time and she's so good at making everybody feel welcome and like giving gifts like she is very like thinking of others all the time like that's how she operates and i am not that way whatsoever and so like i don't ever reciprocate that so sorry to her uh, but she is super, super, super fucking good at it. And it makes it so she can create a list of like 40 fucking things instantly. She's just like, we have to do these things for them. So they have a good time while they're here. 100%. I'm going to confirm that when we got that text from her yesterday, she texted us, my wife and I, and she was like, don't worry about bringing this, this, or this. We've got this for you. You'll want to bring this. Cause we don't have that. If you have a preferred <clears throat> this, bring that. She's like, well, you can do laundry while you're here. Like we want you guys to feel at home. And like, not to say that my like other friends that we visited out of state, which re realistically it's it's Dane. Dane's the only guy that we've really yeah. like gone out of state to visit. Um, not to say that hasn't been our experience previously, but like to have somebody that thoughtful and that considerate of us, like days before we're even thinking yeah, about packing, being She's, like, "Here's what you need to worry about." Yeah, like it's it's insane. Like shouts to Carly, like hands down. Haven't even met her yet. Haven't even been to your house yet. 15 out of 10 as a host, like absolutely she, killing it. It's insane, dude. Cause like I, I, same with you, like, like when I go to visit friends, like a majority of my experiences visiting friends, right. Has been like, I'm kind of like, I was maybe one of the first ones in my, my main like hometown friend group that like really moved away. And so for me, like when I go back home, it's like, you're staying on people's like fucking couches still, or just yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like you're not doing anything crazy with a lot of uh like a lot of my friends and shit so like when i see the way she sets up for people i'm like damn that's good like that'd be fucking dope to walk in and, and have that experience you know so yeah yeah definitely with you there yeah it's you know like i said man i i have gotten excited about vacations in the past but like i'm more excited about this than probably like any other trip that i've been on like yeah we just now like we've hyped it up so much over time and part of that too for us right is like it's the same concept right like we haven't done shit because of covid yeah and so that definitely plays a role in this too where we're like hey hey we have to be fucking social in person again which is going to be a thing in its own but on top of that like we haven't hosted forever so we have to like host people again and we have to plan things that like we haven't even done for a really long time because of covid so like we haven't gone out and done shit in town so like uh you know like hopefully some of our places haven't closed or anything like that but there's like it's just you have a lot more anticipation now because it's been so long since we've yeah. been able to do anything so we're, we're absolutely excited for it yeah even like like i said you take the covid shit out and, it, and it's cool enough to like finally get out there and, and see you guys as it is especially from somebody like me who's always wanted to go to arizona like i've always liked the state for whatever reason like just the you know everything i've heard about it i've like only really heard good things from the people that i know that have been there but to like just this like get out and see some really good friends. Like, yeah, like I said, like I've, you and I, we've talked about this multiple times about like, we've met once in person. We spend most of our time together playing yep. video games. Like sure we, we haven't hung out at, like in person. So like to be able to do that, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a good time. And to be able to do that after COVID where after a year and a half of, I haven't left the state of Illinois yeah. since, well before COVID even started really like i've had to leave town for work trips a couple of times but like those don't it's not the same like yeah it's you don't not. get any sort of good experience like that with work it's not sometimes you can do vacationy things on a work trip like if you have some spare time built in but for the most part you're not vacationing you're just 
fucking doing work. Yeah, so. and and so like just for that, like just to be able to like finally get out, and I think as I'm getting older, I'm getting like more willing to travel and like more wanting to see the world a little bit. So like being able to get out, it, it's gonna be super cool. But I'm just, we're so excited. Like I'm already packed, man. Like this is the earliest I've ever packed for a trip. <laughs> like I went out, I had to buy new clothes. I lost so much weight that nothing fucking fits me anymore. I did the so opposite. I, like, I had to go up a size. I had to go out. I had to go out and uh, go down quite a few sizes on a lot of things, and I'm still worried that I bought clothes that were too big. Um, I just started getting my shit together physically again, and Jake was like, "Oh, it's because we're coming," and I'm like, "Well, kind of. <laughs> That's not really the only reason, but I definitely needed to get my shit together after hey, COVID. I've I came back from like a work trip, like very, very, very healthy and in shape, and then COVID hit, and I just instantly went into this like." fuck it i'm eating 12 13 14 15 oreos bro but i mean that's what happened to me like i was i wasn't in good shape but i was okay like i wasn't bad and then at the start of covid like from Mar from like march when covid hit to like may i probably put on like 25 pounds like that's Dude, i don't even like i try not to even like look at a scale to see how much i weigh now because it's too much it's yeah um, i've started to shed some of that down a little bit now but it was bad for a bit I, it couldn't have been that bad if you i'll i'll Bad show me i will show you and carly like a picture of me at my worst when i'm there and you guys will be mind blown at how different i look like dude and like off topic here but shout out to i just reminded myself of it again but shout out to dane again because i was just creeping on uh all the pictures he posted from when he was here again uh for uh, the two different times, I think it was a combination of both. But like, watch looking at all the pictures again from when he was here, I was like, "Oh my god, that was so fucking fun!" And so, like, I'm sure it's just going to be equally as fun to have you guys down here, if not oh, yeah. uh, a little bit more, because it's been so long since we've done anything. So this is going to feel like a crazy experience. But yeah, uh, I'm going to talk about some of the things that are on our list of things to do, just because I think they're going to be uh, a lot of fun. And then for anybody else that ever visits this area, uh, I think it's good things for everybody to do. Uh, the weird thing about this area though, is that, um, a lot of the like normal to do's is outdoorsy. Um, it's also hot as balls here. So you have to pick the right season to do it, but it's a lot of hiking, um, and just like outdoor exploring and shit like that. You know, like there's not, it's not Phoenix, right? So it's not like a city where there's just literally constantly things to do all the time, but there is a lot of stuff to do here, especially when you've never been here. So it's kind of like how we were in Pensacola, Florida, when I lived there. It's like there's like the standard like 10, 15 things that you show everybody yeah. when they come to town. And it's like not some of it's touristy, some of it's not, but there's like some good shit to do. But like for us, we see it all the time and it kind of loses its value. But there's still some really good shit to do. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. Because if you come to if you come to where we live, we will show you we'll take you to Chicago. We'll show you the bean. Maybe we'll go to the art museum. If yeah. the if the Cubs or Sox are in town, maybe you go to a game there and then you go to like the Morton Arboretum. And then you've seen everything that fucking Illinois has to offer unless you go up north and go to like Starved Rock or go to Galena. I fucking love your guys' area, actually, frankly. Like, and I've got family in the area too, and I love coming up there and spending time. I always have a good time. Even yeah, like no, it's it's a ton of fun, but there's just a like, good atmosphere even for like little local bars and shit, just to go yeah. fuck around and putz around in that area. So I have a ton of fun when I come up to that area. But uh the big things like so Desert Museum is a ton of fun. It's an outdoor uh, well, mostly outdoor museum where you go out and it's not particularly a museum, but it's more of like a wildlife res refuge, refuge actually. And it, it's a super fun experience that people get to, you can go and just walk around out there and it's a little bit of a drive from us, but it's not too bad. Oh, speak of the devil. I just thought of something else that you guys don't need to see, but people can see if they ever want to go. And I'm, I'm blanking on what it's fucking called now, but, um, 
it'll come to me in a minute. I'll think of it. Um, but anyway, so the Desert Museum is a ton of fun. And then the big attraction that everybody always wants to go see when they're here is Mount Lemon. Uh, so the mountain in town, you can actually drive almost all the way up the mountain. There's paved road all the way up. Uh, and up along the way, there's like stop-offs. And so we have our favorite stop-off that we always go to. And you can walk out onto the rocks and like plop yourself down and you can see the entire town of Tucson uh, from the sick. mountain. So it's, it's a pretty cool view up there, especially if you can find on a clearer day. So we always do that once when people are here. We've done it plenty of times. The cool thing about that though, is like you guys are going to come here when it's hot as shit. Because uh, somehow, like these last couple days, it's just decided like today's a good day to be in the hundreds. I know. I so, looked at the looked at the weather, and I was like, ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine. I was like, all right, yeah, it's been super a great hot. Week, which is fantastic for Mount Lemon because it's instantly a twenty degree drop going up Mount Lemon to the like, to yeah. our stop off. So instead of being ninety nine on the ground, you're going to be at seventy nine degree weather up there, looking out over the city, and it's it's, it's awesome. Um, and then there's a lot of state parks, so a lot of those are listed on here. And then a ton of restaurants. But the Sonoida Wineries is another honorable mention here. So you wouldn't really expect that Arizona would be a place where you'd find a bunch of wineries where they're literally growing grapes and making wine because it's fucking desert here. Desert. But they have some fantastic... It's like one big collection uh, in, in an area of a bunch of different wineries. And I didn't do the tour that Carly did and went and saw a bunch of them. But I have been to a couple of them individually. And we had fantastic wine. It's super reasonably priced. The people that host them are fucking awesome. They're like super nice, like local people that run these farms by themselves or um, not farms. What, what the fuck is it called? Winery. Vineyards. They Vineyard. want run the vineyards by themselves, you know, and make their own wines and stuff. So it's it's a ton of fun to deal with those guys. Uh, and so we're definitely going to have to go down there, especially now that COVID is loosened I can, up. I can tell you what Jess is most excited for. What? Petties? No, the river. <laughs> Yeah, so that's one thing that like people would not expect, and it's definitely on our list. So one thing that you can find in Arizona, or in this area that that is just an absolutely must-do experience is floating on the Salt River. Um, so we actually, it's a bit of a drive because to get to where you actually um, get in and out of the river is closer to Phoenix. So we'll, we'll drive up there, and no big deal. Like, and we might check out a couple things in that area, especially again now that COVID restrictions are coming up. Maybe we do end up just fucking catching a night up in phoenix or something because fuck it why not like i said my dad's um, got a bunch of points i could probably get us a hotel room yeah we, we should one. look into see if there's any games up there either too like there's a ton the, of shit we can do the like, only, a lot to look into the only day that the diamondbacks are in town the whole trip is the day that we land in tucson oh uh, okay yeah, i already i already looked i was yeah that sucks but yeah there's there's a ton of shit to do in phoenix so we could look some stuff up now that the restrictions are lifting and we could see if there's anything else that we want to do while we're up there and we could kind of brainstorm on that over the next couple of days yeah it's just options like we don't have to do any of that but we got um anyway you go up and you get to the salt river and there's a there's a company that has a monopoly of the thing they fucking make a killing but they will rent you tubes and then bus you to the entrance and then pick you up the exit and so it's, it's such an easy concept for them but what we're gonna do uh because we've it's not like badly priced or anything like that, but it's just, it's a little expensive to do the entire thing with them. But what we found out is if you just bring your own tubes, you can pay, I think it's $6 per person to use the bus. And it's way easier than trying to deal with like a car situation and yeah. like taking two cars up there or anything. So we'll just pay six bucks for the bus. And we bought two seater fucking floats that connect together for Jake, Jess, Carly and I, and they with have coolers. coolers built in. So we can just fucking dump ice into the coolers chill out in these fucking floats and we're going to float the river. And honestly, it's a good thing. It's going to be really hot out because that river can be fucking cold. 
And so it definitely um, helped. It's crazy too. Cause like, even when we were in there in like mid summer and it's been hundreds for weeks, that river is still cold. Uh, so it. yeah, it's a good experience. You get used to it quick and then you have a ton of, Oh my God, a ton of fun. Every time I've been on that river, I blacked out. So I'm going to try to avoid doing that this time because I started doing too much, but Hey man, we're going to start playing. Oh, captain, my <laughs> captain, we're on there and uh, things are going to get wild. So we're going to have a lot of fun for sure. I'm excited. Uh, the next one that we added onto the list uh, that we weren't sure if we were going to do because of COVID is our favorite hole in the wall bar. So one of my uh, best friends that I've met since being in this area is a huge karaoke guy, loves karaoke. And so one night we were like, oh, like Googling karaoke bars, blah, blah, blah. And like, we were wondering if we could find one. And we found a place that was really close to my house and which is probably not a good thing because there's not a lot of like nightlife next to my house. So the fact that there was anything close to my house was a little fucking weird. And so we were like, fuck it, let's go try it out. Right. And it's called Margarita Bay. And you can look that shit up because it is a hole in the fucking wall. And we go there and it's karaoke seven nights a week. (laughs) And it's just but it is like the best part about it is it's like mostly like all like sad country songs that are people people are singing oh, all the time hell, i'm in i'm so ready yeah. i would so we I go hear in karaoke there. and i'm like i'm gonna have to sing fucking don't stop believing no but dude it's always like country, sad country like, oh we're gonna it's be so funny because it's like the same crowd that's always in there so we always just go in there and get super drunk and we'll sing like upbeat songs and everyone's just like what the fuck uh but we we have a really good time in there and my favorite part about it is that they have a bartender that looks exactly like william defoe in um boondock saints when he dresses up like a woman and so it is a it's an experience i love that place and i think we're gonna have a ton of fun taking you guys there as well uh a mountain is another mountain in town that's good uh, well, well it's a um, it's a pretty modest hike up the mountain and you just get a pretty good view of the like the downtown area so that's fun too then like i said there's tons and tons and tons of fucking restaurants on this list important uh, question good- there's an ostrich farm <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Yeah. I knew that I had to get to that at some point. I even like pulled it up on Google so I could make sure I got the full name right. Cause we usually just call it the ostrich farm. That's all we call it. Uh, but it's called the rooster Cogburn ostrich ranch. And it is fucking phenomenal. Like they, they do a really good job of like making an experience out of something that could otherwise not be that good of an experience, but they, you go up there and it's, that's a little bit of a drive too, but whatever, that's fine. But we go up there and you have, uh it's predominantly ostriches but they because of the fact that like most people don't want to just go see ostriches they have a ton of other animals out there so they've got donkeys deer stingrays that you can pet birds ducks rabbits goats just tons of shit it's mostly just like a it's kind of like a petting zoo almost that some like you'd think that it'd be like just really good for kids but we've always like we've been up there several times as adults and we always have a good time up there and it's just uh, they do a really good job of making that a, a fun experience. So we're definitely going to go up and see the ostrich farm. Um, and then there's a there's a special surprise up there that we'll show you guys at the ostrich farm. And we'll, we'll post pics for everybody's on uh, on the Two Average Husbands account. Yes, so make, make sure you are, if you are not already, make sure you follow the Two Average Husbands Instagram account because we will, we will document most of this trip on the Instagram stories there. Yes. So make sure you all are paying attention to that. Another one too, shout out to a local business here is Unscrewed Theater. So it's, uh, they try to model themselves after whose line, whose line is it anyway, or they say they do. Uh, most of the time they do pretty closely with that, but it's a, it's a live improv that they do and they haven't been doing it in person because of COVID, but I'm hoping that maybe they open that up by the time you guys get here. Cause it's a pretty small venue anyway, and it's not a lot of people. 
uh, but Unscrew Theater, ton of fun, live improv. Uh, so because it's live, sometimes the shows are better than others, but it's super cheap and it's just local and it's like guys just volunteer and go out there and do improv. So it's, it's a ton of fun to go watch that. So we're probably going to go try to do that if they're open, but they have been doing virtual that we haven't checked out for quite a while. So I'm not sure if they're going to be back to that or not. Just briefly looking at their website real quick. It looks like they're only doing online. Yeah. That's so sad, dude. It's a fun experience and they, they do like put on a really good show for just some local guys. Uh, but other than that, most of the rest of this is uh, restaurants and stuff that we have to take you guys to. And then without a doubt, we're going to spend one day, just grab the cooler out of the garage, fill it with ice, chalk it full of fucking probably Trulies for you or whatever the White fuck claws. your choice is, White, White Claws, claws and uh, some Mick Ultras for me. And we'll just sit and just veg out at the fucking pool because I've had the, I have a solar heater for my pool and it's been cranking now for like three weeks, just getting that pool ready. Because for me, 85 degrees is cold in the pool. So I got to have that sucker up to like 86, 87 before I'll even get in there. I got no and frame of reference for pool temperature. <laughs> I you, I could hop into 85 and be fine after a minute. You probably would be fine. The The shitty thing for me, right, is like the air temperature gets so hot here that yeah. the water temperature, like even if it's 85 degrees in a pool, it still feels fucking freezing right. when you try to pop right. out of that. But yeah, we're going to have that uh, just a day dedicated to that. And then the most exclusive thing will be when we put the wives on the podcast and we all get together and do that if if it happens hopefully it does and uh, we'll bring that to you guys next thursday if they for some reason decide to back out uh we can do it just the two of us still but we're definitely going to do a birthday podcast for jack for jake to celebrate that jack wow wow i combined two words leave me alone so we'll do that for jake next week uh on thursday and it'll be it'll be a really good time as we uh celebrate the birthday and the visit at the same time on the pod yeah, man, I'm super excited. I'm ecstatic to get out there. I'm counting down the fucking seconds to landing in Tucson. To- yeah, I'm counting down the seconds until I get off work on fucking, well, tomorrow now on Friday so that I can come home and finish getting ready for it and then just be ready to Bro, go to I town. Said, I was like, I have these PTO. So the way our PTO works is like we have a certain amount of days that we can roll over each year. So I rolled over like seven days from last year. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have to use them by June 1st or they go away. So mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck it. I took today off. I took tomorrow nice. off. Because tomorrow, our Fridays now, or starting tomorrow anyway, are half days for the yeah. whole summer. So taking tomorrow and next Friday off is the same as taking like a normal like one day off. So like I took today off and all of next, today, tomorrow, and all of next week. And it's still only like six PTO days. That's so awesome. Like, I was just like, fuck it. I'm just like, I'm starting my vacation early, even though I'm just, I spent my whole day today laying in bed with my dogs and watching Supernatural. <laughs> I like that. That's just how I spent my day. And I've got no fucking complaints about it. I'm just so ready to be in Arizona to get yeah, out this of is the most for a week. Like this is the most time I've taken off like consecutively since I went home for Christmas, like two years ago. Yeah. Three years ago, maybe like I haven't taken this much time off in a while. So like that's one thing too. We're like, dang, we got a whole week of, and we have to think of shit to do the whole time. And if we can't think of it, we're going to end up just getting drunk by the pool. Cause we, Je- you, us four, we could get drunk by the pool. We could sit in your house and play fucking card games and board games all day. It's on a list of things to do. We can do like Jess, you don't realize like Jess and I can do that four days straight and be fine. I don't think we'll be able to even keep up with you guys drinking the whole time. <laughs> I will find out. So I haven't, since I lost all this weight, I really haven't tested my tolerance like that. So yeah, it's maybe. gonna be interesting. Yeah, we'll like, see. I used like old like if you're talking like peak Jake, yeah, you I I will fully admit that you could not keep up with me because <laughs> when I was like my heaviest, 
nobody could like not to be like that guy bragging about how much i could drink but it was like a disturbing amount how much i could drink and like still feel okay mine's so hit and miss man like every once in a while like i'll just drink and it just is like one of those days when i'm just like yep i could tear apart a shitload and then sometimes i'm like three beers deep and i'm like dang the fuck's going on i'm like drunk already but i think it also depends on what i'm drinking like if i so this Food too. So this stout that I had, which by the way, Kyle, for uh, for the list, this is an eight point four. Eight four. This is delicious. You have a lot of beers in the eights. I I only buy beers that I know. Dude, I'm I didn't like. even think about it, but that's what I should have been doing the entire time I was at Belching Beaver this last weekend in San Diego. I should have been tweeting out live yeah reviews live of those stores. beers because, dude, holy shit, they had a so they have a peanut like a peanut butter milk stout that is fucking amazing. But they turned it into a slushy with ice cream, and they made that, and it is so fucking good. That sounds like a nine point two. It was so good. It might be the top thing that I've ever had on the list. That, and then I got to have oh. my favorite of their actual stouts while I was there, just straight from the tap. So fucking good. Yeah, I it love also the Belching it, Beaver. It tastes it tastes so much better straight out of the tap than it does in a can or a yeah, bottle. Dude. Belching Beaver, man, can't recommend it enough. If you find yourself in San Diego, go there. But yeah, find like a place it, that sells it. Buy it. But yeah, if I'm drinking stouts, which are like 10 to, I have one in my fridge, which I just made just by me the other day, which I think is like 18 point something percent. Like yeah. if I have like two or three of those, I'm feeling pretty good. Whereas like if I'm drinking White Claws, like I'll knock out a case of Claws and I'm like, what's next? <laughs> Who's got something stronger to drink now? Uh, but yeah, it's back in the day like there's a story of one of dane's birthday parties where i bought him two cases of beer and then drank one of them myself like <laughs> there's there's some stories about back in the day but i don't i don't think i'm like that anymore but i promise man. that i won't get you to the point where you're wearing a headset falling asleep on my couch with a bottle of scotch <laughs> if that doesn't happen do that now, to i'm gonna be disappointed <laughs> if i'm not asleep like i'm gonna be mad that's pretty close. I think the bottle of scotch was on the floor when he passed out, but that's pretty close to the way that it happened. I'm surprised it wasn't just like between his legs and that he was just like, huh? <laughs> it might have been. I don't exactly remember. I was pretty drunk that night too. I just wasn't that bad. Oh man. But, yeah, I'm just, we're, we're so excited to get out there. We're so ready to get out there and it's yeah. just. It's going to be a good time. It's been a long time coming and, you know, even without COVID, like it's been a long time coming and then just with all of the bullshit that we've all had to deal with yeah. over the past year and a half. Like we're just yep. so just ready for like some sense of normalcy yep. and to just like hang out and just have a fucking good time again. Like we're, yep. we're just so ready to get out there, man. Yeah. Ready to have you tons of fun coming the coming for us next week, hopefully. And then we'll bring you guys the kind of like a midweek podcast as well. So we can kind of start talking about some of those things, but that's all I've got for that topic. Unless you've got anything else to add, which means we are at a wrap to the episode. So I'll kind of close out first this time. Uh, for everybody, we already mentioned this, but please, please, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at number two ABG husbands, same, uh, handle on both of those, as well as continuing to watch us on the YouTube, uh, live streams as we do those every week. Uh, we did get the feedback on Twitter that people really want us to continue doing live. And so we'll do our best to accommodate that. There are going to be some times where it's just not possible. We'll continue trying to do live episodes as much as possible. Uh, that way we can keep interacting with you guys in the chat as well. Uh, and then we are still available and we'll upload them as quick as possible. Like we do all our own editing and we're kind of, well, I can be kind of slow sometimes. So we'll do our best to get those episodes as quickly out as possible on uh, iTunes and Spotify. And then, uh, yeah, we just appreciate the listens and thanks for joining us again. 
Jake, I'll let you close out the rest of it. Yeah, as always, we appreciate, like Kyle said, we appreciate all of the support. You know, if you guys can share us with your friends, share us with your family, you know, and every little listen helps um, as we kind of work towards, you know, building this podcast up. And we want this to be a place where, as our chat tonight showed, y'all can just come and hang out, have, have a drink with us, don't have a drink with us, just hang out and talk in the chat. You know, any of these little conversations that we have makes this so much more fun for us. So we just appreciate all of y'all who take your time out of your day to listen to us, and we will see y'all next week. Peace.